Hello, I am Michelle the Practical Medium here with another episode about life, this, that, and the other, and the other side. And today, I am going to be talking about meditation, and what it's about, and why you should do it. It's an awesome. Anyway, a little bit about myself. If you want to find me online, I am thepracticalmedium.com for the blog, and my email is michellethepracticalmedium at gmail.com. And remember, it's spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-E because my parents decided to torture me for my life by having my name spelt with one L instead of two. But that's okay. I don't mind being different. Just annoyed. So if you want to get in touch with me, have a question, if you'd like me to do a reading for you privately, anything, please contact me either on the blog or through email and I will be glad to set something up with you. So on that note, I am going to get around to today's topic, which is meditation. And uh, you might have this idea of meditation as being something that is very Eastern and Buddhist and um, not something for us Americans, right? Well, you'd be kind of wrong on that. And I mean, here's this, this is probably what you might think when you hear about meditation, this monks chanting, the bells ringing, the noise, and how the hell can anybody meditate in that? Well, quite easily actually, but we'll get back to that. So, the physiological thing about meditation, and even the paranormal thing about meditation is, it connects you to yourself, and it connects you to the world around you, and it connects to the, you to the world that you don't see. So we're going to discuss the whys, hows, and uh, ways to do the meditation. And we're going to talk about how it can be used to reconnect with your loved one. So now keep in mind that meditation does not, is not a cure-all. It's not magical. It's not something that's going to make your life instantly better. But it is something that I feel that anybody and everybody should be doing in order to find healing, inner peace, a relief from anxiety, which it does, and just be able to be centered and not so feeling like their lives are out of control, which does happen. And meditation teaches us to slow down. It teaches us how to relax. It teaches us to just simply take a moment and smell the roses. So on that note, I'm going to get on to what meditation is and what meditation isn't. So science has proven that meditation helps with reducing anxiety. It helps with reducing inflammation in the body because we don't have as much anxiety and cortisol running through our veins to inflame things. Um, and that it can actually be very productive in terms of helping somebody heal from a traumatic event, whether it be physical or uh, emotional. They're like um, somebody who has been in an abusive relationship but they were never physically touched is still suffering from trauma. Somebody who's been in a war zone is PTSD. Somebody who's been in an accident has had some trauma of some kind and the body absorbs this, all of these issues, and meditation helps release that so life isn't so shitty. 
Now, like I said, it's not a cure-all. It's not ma magical. It's not a panacea for everything that, that ails you. But it is a good way to help make your life a little less off the rails. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about how you can meditate, what you can do to meditate, and what it's not. And I'm going to start out with what it's not. Oftentimes you tell somebody about meditation and they, they go, I'm like, well, isn't that where you have to shut your head down and do nothing? I mean, I see those monks on TV and they're like, they're totally look like they're asleep. Well, no and no. Meditation is the process of looking at your head and watching the thoughts come through and understanding why those thoughts come through and being able to look inside of yourself. And I'll tell you one thing. If you are not finding yourself a comfortable spot and something to help you relax, you're just going to be like, eh. you know, you're just not going to get into the meditative state. So what you want to do is find yourself a comfy place. Find your places, find yourself somewhere that's nice and comfortable to sit. But you're not going to fall asleep. You're not going to snooze, nap, or do anything like that while you are under. And I apologize for that. The What you are going to do is start looking within. You're going to start looking within your own mind and find out why it works the way it does. You're going to start going, hey, why did Karen piss me off so much at work today? What is it about her? Why does she make me so angry? And you're going to be like, well, she makes me angry. I don't care because that's what meditation helps you do is not care. And I will get to that later. But what meditation is not is about control. Meditation is not about controlling your thoughts. It's not about controlling your body. It's not about forcing it to do things. It's about teaching yourself to work in harmony with yourself and to create a mental space you can go and retreat to when things get overwhelming. So on that note, we're going to start out with how do you meditate? So you start meditating in any one number, thousands, millions of ways. You could go to the library and you can find a thousand and one books and they're going to all tell you different ways to meditate and all of them will be correct because there is no one way to meditate. You have to find what works for you. You can completely shut out the world, darken the room, tell everybody to screw off, turn off all your, your uh, electronic devices, your computer. Or you can do like I do, which is just to sit in a spot, stare at the wall, and turn my head off and go somewhere. Um, or you can jam out to some binaural beats or some Tibetan monks and they're singing bowls. It's however you want to do it. Now, what you want to remember is when you're doing this, the reason why you're setting up an atmosphere of comfort is so you can your body can relax so your head can focus on what's inside of it and not your body. And that means music, guided meditation to help you avoid thinking thoughts that are driving you nuts, or simply just letting those thoughts run through your head and go crazy like a bunch of feral cats as you, uh, as you listen to the music. 
and just eventually start learning how to turn those thoughts into something that is physical to you, is understandable to you, and while you're not going to control it, you will have more understanding and you will gain the ability to deal in a much more, how shall I put it, calm, relaxed, and in control manner without having control, as so to speak. You're not rigid, but boy, can you take that thought and go, hey, Karen's pissing me off today, but you know what? Screw it. I don't care. She's just a, she's just nothing. She's got something going on with her. It's not my problem. And I shouldn't indulge her in her crap. And I'm just going to move on. That's how, that's the goal of meditation. You want to be calm, comfortable, cool, and collected. And meditation helps you get there. What meditation is not supposed to be about is rhythmic breathing, unless you like it and you feel it helps you. Because breathing, deep breathing does help you clean and relax and oxygenate your body and make you feel better because it forces your your um, your arteries and stuff to relax and widen again instead of being narrow and constrict, constricted from stress. Or you don't have to. You can just breathe however you like. You can do guided meditation, as I said, so you can follow somebody else's guiding you to the place in your head where you need to be. And you can follow their breathing exercises if you like. You can do this anyway as long as this, you have reached the core goal of just getting to the center of your mind. You know, you can say, I've just journeyed to the center of my mind and I'm back and I'm not sure if I like it. But that's seriously, that's the goal. So I'm not here to tell you how to meditate. I'll give you ideas on how to meditate. You have to find what works for you. And that's really how you you start all of this. What works for you? So when you are in the state of meditation, it's like building a muscle. The first few times you do it, you're going to be like, oh, why am I doing this? I'm really not getting anything out of this. This is kind of annoying. And then all of a sudden one day you do it and man, it feels really good. It feels like you're slipping on that, that, that favorite pair of pants, that one that you keep bringing out day after day because you just like them so much and you keep buying them every time they go on sale. That's what's going to happen with meditation. And then you work and build that muscle from there. It gets bigger and it gets bigger. And you find that it's something that has just enabled you to take command of your life in a way that nothing else ever has. No drug can do this. No alcohol can do this. Just yourself and your own mind changing how you think and how your body works. So if you're seeking to just find a way to deal with crap, or if you're seeking to find your way back to a loved one who has departed and is not physical anymore, this is the easiest way to do it. This is the center. This is the key. This is the the one cure that fits all kind of thing, although it's not, but it's work, it's practice, it's experimenting, and it's just understanding, being willing to understand how your own mind works. So now that we've got that out of the way, you can start meditating at any time you like and come back to this, or you can keep listening. So now we're going to talk about 
the metaphysical side of meditation in terms of being able to reconnect with somebody on the other side. Meditation helps you lose your blocks. We put up blocks as a daily base, as a, in our daily life. Blocks are, we're, we're, we're looking out through our visuals. We're looking out through our eyes. We're looking out, through, we're, we're listening with our ears. We are using our hands and our bodies to do everything. And we assume that the world in front of us is as physical as we feel. And we think, well, how the hell do I connect with somebody who doesn't have a body? How the hell can they get into my head? It's simple and it's not simple. We are all have radio antenna. Some of us just have more radio antenna and bigger radio antenna than others. And yeah, double entendre is not withstanding. When you are just seeking to find somebody you know and love, meditation helps you get there. Meditation helps you focus on your internal vision, ears, touch, all these senses, because you're, you're just bypassing your body. And meditation helps you clear your blocks out of the way, helps you create a space in your head that is receptive, helps you get over the rejection. No, this isn't possible. Because when you meditate and you relax, anything will slip into your head. You can feel like you're having one of your craziest dreams while you're awake in meditation. You can feel like you're hallucinating while you're in meditation. Um, just because you have made yourself more receptive to what's on the other side, or just even your own brain can float some crap up that has been hanging around and it's expressing itself through meditation when it can't do it in dreams. So your brain will dump on you whether you're awake or asleep and you just make it easier when you're meditating. But it's actually good to let your brain dump out these things so you can get them out and get them over with. Now, when you are trying to reconnect with somebody who's not physical anymore, they are still talking to you. You still technically can see them. You still technically would be able to touch them, but you can't do it with your physical senses because your physical senses have said, no, this isn't possible. This is done because of conditioning from, you know, we're not supposed to see the ghosts. We're not supposed to exist. We are one and done. We don't, we're, when we're permanent dirt nap six feet under. So your head is going to be like, huh, really? I don't think so. So meditation helps you prepare your mind for the moment where you can really reconnect with somebody um, that you've lost. And that is something that takes time. It takes determination and it takes um, work again to get somewhere. And it doesn't mean that you'll become a, a psychic medium like me, but it will enable you to reconnect with somebody you knew and resume your relationship with them, whatever it was in life, it can continue even though somebody's gone. So you don't have to go through your whole life thinking these people are gone. And that is what's wonderful about meditation. Is And if you don't want to believe this is true, that this is happening, you can treat it as the best fantasy world you've ever built and experienced. And it's yours, all yours, and it's private, and you have this person all to yourself. That's perfectly fine. It's just something that is designed to take stress away and make life a little better. And if you're looking for somebody who's passed, here you go. So it's not impossible. It's just work. And if you have dedicated to it, you will get there. 
it's frustrating at times. It's aggravating because sometimes things don't feel like they're happening. And it doesn't feel like anything's moving, but things are always changing and working in your head with meditation. So that is the long story short on how to reconnect with a loved one through meditation. And if you want to a little more guidance on it, you can email me or message me on the blog and I will be happy to give you some individual pointers. Now the physical side. Now, if you reach the, sorry to repeat myself, if you are trying to reach somebody, you are also helping your body as well because you're just taking 15, 20 minutes out of your day to relax and let your body down and let your body just kind of free float you slow things down and that is important slowing your mind and body down in this life that we live that goes by so fast the fa- the speed at which our thoughts go through our head is insane i don't think a supercomputer has managed to come close to how fast we can process a thought now i could be wrong and somebody can correct me but our brains are very good at processing and speeding these things through our head at the speed of light almost, or it feels like it anyway. So physicists and scientists can take issue with me. I'm not quite always educated in the sciences. So the, but when you slow yourself down, you can handle your life that much more easily. Stress comes along. You can deal with it. Anxiety comes along, well, it doesn't take control of your life. Your blood pressure is too high, sit and meditate for a little bit, breathe deep if you are inclined, and you'll lower your blood pressure. You have a traumatic experience rearing its ugly head on you, you can handle it by meditation. You will also want to go through therapy if you are a trauma survivor of some kind. I will never say no to therapy because it is extremely helpful if you let it be. But meditation is something good to be doing. It's good to be doing meditation in conjunction with therapy and other uh, related treatments. So because when trauma is goes through the body very fast and you need to slow the body down to deal with it and release it. And meditation helps you with that. So long story short here, meditation is great. It helps you achieve things. It helps you do things. It helps you be in more control of your life without locking things down to the point where you're a helicopter parent or you're micromanaging your, your, the people that you are in charge of. Or you just have to have control over every last penny that comes into your hands because you don't think you'll get another one ever in your life. All these things are released through meditation and you find that your life is just as good when you don't have to control it as hard because you understand through meditation, you don't need to. So on that note, I will repeat myself here on how to find me. Uh, It's Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, thepracticalmedium at gmail.com or thepracticalmedium.com. I will be putting up a form soon so people can just drop me notes or lines or if they want me to do them a reading. And just anything in general, I welcome input. And if you want a good debate, I'll give you a good debate. 
But this is a short one for the time being because there's not a whole lot that I can say about meditation that hasn't already been said. I'm just trying to make it something a little more palatable for people to think about, experience, and or just even consider because it really does make your life a little less shitty. So on that note, I am going to say sayonara. And the next episode coming up, which will be within a week or so, we'll be talking about the relationship between Ken and I when he was alive. I'm sure a lot of people are salivating for that one. But um, it's a love story that to surpass all love stories, not. But it gives you an idea of why somebody who was physical in life has decided to take on the role of a guardian for me. And I'm still sometimes fascinated by it myself. So, again, questions, you know where to find me. And uh, on that note, have a happy new year.